Good morning and welcome to Coffee and Cauldrons. This is episode seven of season two. If you just joined us, I'm Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. And this is Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Hey you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> well, good morning for us. Maybe not good morning for you, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> If you are new here, this is your first week listening to our sensual voices. (laughs) We talk about (laughs) upcoming lunar phases in relationship to where we are right now um, while we record this. So we're looking at the next lunar phase is the new moon in Aries, which is on April 11th. And with the new moon in Aries, we are kind of honing in on that fiery energy that Aries have. Maria knows. She's an Aries. Her birthday's coming up. <laughs> I don't up know what you're talking about. <laughs> by, the, by the way, by the by, everyone, her birthday's coming up, although it's not on the new moon this year. <laughs> no, um, and that sucks. That was amazing last year. Last year, we got to tell everybody to tell you to say happy birthday on the new moon. It was an easy way to remember. Was it a new moon or was it a full moon? I don't remember now. Oh my god, I don't remember. I feel like it was. I want to say it was a new moon. moon. Was it? I don't know. We'll have to see. (laughs) I'll look. I'll look back later. (laughs) So, with this particular new moon, we are looking at energies that, like I said, they're super fiery. We're looking at doing things that are proactive, taking initiative, and really putting enthusiasm into whatever projects you have going on. So this Mm. is going to be kind of (laughs) taking the ram by the horns. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) 10 out of 10. I'm here for Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But it's taking the bull by the horns and uh, doing any kind of spell work that is redirecting you towards, you know, taking that initiative. So maybe you're going to apply for a promotion at your job. This would be a great time to do a little bit of spell work to give yourself that confidence boost and to kind of set you up for a better position in, you know, pushing forward for that promotion. It could come mm. in a lot of other ways, though, not just for promotions, obviously. I mean, I'm sure we all would love a pay raise, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody has the accessibility <laughs> for a promotion right now. So look at other things that take initiative. Maybe it's texting that person you're into right now, or maybe it's, you know, telling that friend you have that you need to set a boundary. Um, taking initiative happens in so many different ways. So focus on mm. spell work that is going to aid you that and give you a little boost of confidence um (laughs) or you know you can all sit here and once again listen to the fact that maria is an aries and be like but she's so quiet and nice she's not (laughs) she's a liar this is a this is her persona (laughs) i always like people's reaction when i'm like i am an aries sun and a sagittarius moon and they're like huh doesn't show. I was like, well, that's the Libra rising. <laughs> Robin, um, it doesn't but show. Robin, Robin has seen me angry. She's seen it's me scary. upset. <laughs> it is very scary. Not nice. <laughs> 
she doesn't but, get mad like, often, but when she does, you want to stay on the other side of that fucking line. <laughs> yes, completely agree. But I really feel like, especially, you know, with Aries season, like thinking about emperor energy and you know if you want it and you need it go and get it as you said and so like maybe have your really like individualistic level you could do like Mm -hmm. self-love like magic during this time because it is that you know confidence and Mm -hmm. initiate initiative i can't think of the right word (laughs) Uh, that's right initiative (laughs) thank you that you're trying to hone in and so maybe you've not (laughs) been feeling yourself lately so maybe this new moon you're gonna do a little bit of glamour magic or a little Mm -hmm. bit of confidence magic etc which is very convenient for all the people on our patreon who are in the spellcaster tier because <laughs> y'all just got a confidence spell yay <laughs> i swear we didn't plan that we just thought it would be good <laughs> yeah happy it was coincidence. my aries energy i knew it would be perfect <laughs> i just yeah knew. maria said they're like actually i thought this through a lot i'm really smart so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go grab the ram, the ram by the horns. (laughs) I'm gonna make that a thing. That's gonna happen. (laughs) I'm surprised you haven't said yes. Let's get horny. Another horny episode. Bitch, why did you let me go five minutes into this without saying that? (laughs) Oh my god. So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing other people's opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So, this week we're talking about the Four of Cups. On this card, you will see a figure sitting underneath a tree on a grassy knoll with their arms crossed. They are looking at a cup being offered to them through a cloud, and there is additionally three cups sitting in front of them. This cup in the cloud, though, looks mighty familiar. (laughs) It looks like many of the ace cards, which represent new beginnings. So the universal keywords of this card are contemplation, stubbornness, and feeling disconnected. When the fours pop up in readings for me, it always has something to do with our growth from our foundation, structure, and investing in oneself. This four works in the realm of emotions and emotional fulfillment. When it pops up in readings, it shows that you know we have really worked hard when it comes to our happiness and we have experienced some growth, but more happiness is being offered to us or there is a potential for more happiness. We may be worried that it may throw off the happiness we have already built or it might overwhelm us. So it is making us stubborn to accept what is potentially being offered. The thing is, though, this opportunity is most likely fleeting and should be snatched up to add to your emotional growth before it's too late. Alternatively, depending on the situation, like an opportunity isn't being presented, but the client or myself are feeling kind of like ennui and 
you know, it can show wishing for more happiness on top of what we already have, but not necessarily knowing where to find it. I find it helpful in this case to reach for a clarification card to give direction about, you know, how to find this additional happiness. You know, there's nothing wrong with looking and receiving more happiness, you know, Mm -hmm. like, just go, just take it. How do you view it? For me, for once, I'm going to basically completely agree with you. I know usually I'm like, well, actually, I see it this way, but I completely agree. I know. <laughs> it was going to happen someday. <laughs> the, o- <laughs> the only addition that I have to it is in some cases, um, yeah, it depends on kind of like you said, the cards around it. But in mm-hmm. some cases, I see the Four of Cups coming up when we're in like spells of severe boredom and Mm -hmm. we are losing like interest in things that we actually care a lot about or are talented in. Sometimes that might be depression. I mean, again, it's very individual basis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. English languages. (laughs) My first language. What's up guys? I can put together a sentence. (laughs) But it is a case-by-case basis. And so I sometimes see it as super bored situations. Mm -hmm. And we often or I often see it in situations where let's say we go on a first date with somebody and they're a really Mm -hmm. good match and it's a good potential, but like the first date just didn't really go well. So we're bored Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be like, no, we're not gonna give them another chance. Which is fair, Mm -hmm. like, people are allowed to do that, but sometimes we're going to miss really good, you know, opportunities and chances, like you said, because we're just bored. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so whenever I see this card in that situation, I'm always like, let's give it one more try. And if you're still feeling this way, then we'll move on. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, I completely agree uh with everything you said so hell has frozen over i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but like i really think this is like one of the cards that you mm, like 50 percent of the time have to like get a clarification card if you don't have any other cards around it because it can be very vague yeah uh fuck you four cups (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i gotta keep what i have i don't need any more <laughs> so this week we thought that we would just like have a little chit chat like you know we would over coffee and you know you guys be a part of this conversation. A little chat. <laughs> yeah. I figured we'd talk about some stuff that is on our mind and what we're doing in our practices right now. I so. love it. We figured this week we'd decide to be not preachy buttholes <laughs> and instead just have a little chat. Oh, <laughs> no. The stirring and not stirring is coming up. <laughs> true. True, true, true. <laughs> and honestly, the last little segment that we like outlined here is a little preachy. All right. I lied, everyone. <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what are you doing in your practice right now 
So, you know, the past few weeks have been, like, rough for me, chronic illness-wise. So, mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've been laying in bed from and doing, like, readings for myself, practicing mm-hmm. some shadow work, and just trying my best not to get frustrated with my body and the need to rest. You know, my fatigue is, like, one of my biggest gripes when it comes to my chronic illness. Whenever when it you know, it's like, I feel like absolute crap, but the more I fight it, the worse that the fatigue gets. So I've been trying my best to use moments like that to my advantage because it makes me super mindful of how, how I handle my body as well as my thoughts. So having, you know, a huge bed tray so I can journal or read tarot for myself so I can sort through everything that's going on in my head has really helped me, especially in my practice. And Uh, Just like I've been finding the time, you know, using that time where I'm forced to slow down has Mm -hmm. aided my practice a lot. It's like forced introspective time to think about what I want, what I've not been appreciating enough and Mm -hmm. what I want to invoke in my life when I am well and able to um, handle everything else in life. And yeah, that's. That's basically what I've been up to. I feel like I've been in a very similar boat. (laughs) I also am fatigued. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Obviously for different reasons. Growing humans is hard. Yeah. Humans. Being a human is very difficult. (laughs) 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 And so because of that, I've been finding myself doing a lot more stuff that I can do like in bed. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and so I've been doing a lot, like I had this big plan on the full moon that I was going to do scrying. Um, you know, I've got a crystal ball. I was like, you know what, let's do that. And then I, (laughs) then the full moon came (laughs) and (laughs) my ass was like, nope, it's seven 30. I'm going to bed. (laughs) Um, so instead I've been trying to do things I can do from bed more. So like I've been doing more meditations, Mm-hmm. Um, like guided meditations, which in general, I'm not very good at meditating, but I sure do try. So I'm trying to kind of take that time to, I don't know, get better at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been reading more like from my bed and just doing like, well, reading like tarot more from my bed and kind of trying to find new ways that I can incorporate what is my daily practice, but from a an area a confined space mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh is a little bit more accessible for me and i've been also doing things like trying to set up some new boundaries in my life um mm-hmm. so overall it's been i i feel like it's been you know it's been good for me as a person not just as like a witch and practitioner mm-hmm. uh, does that make sense <laughs> It does make sense because like when we're forced to like slow down and become, it makes us really introspective and think about life in a whole different way and how, how we approach it. So we kind of think about, I don't know, just how to be more mindful when we do feel better. I know we've talked about it before, but things like, I'm going to use the word disability here, even though I am not disabled, but I can't think Mm -hmm. of a better term for it in this moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Practicing and finding ways to practice your craft still while acknowledging your disability or something that holds you back. 
I think is mm. important. And even though like I'm not disabled, you are, you, you have a disability, you have a chronic illness and mm. it, it, it does in a theoretical concept, hold you back from things, mm-hmm. but there, that doesn't mean you can't rework parts of your practice to make it work for you. And I think that's something as a community that doesn't get talked about enough in a helpful way. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, like I, I know that uh, Dot Darling Georgina, she had done a series on uh, daily practices for people who have like low spoons or, mm-hmm. you know, chronic illnesses. He said, well, I guess spoons and chronic illness are the same thing. But you get yeah. my point. <laughs> you get my point. Oh, I uh, do. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> And the amount of flack that she got for that, people were like, you know, this is unacceptable. Like, you can't tell people with disabilities what to do. And it's like, well, of course you can't. But that doesn't mean you can't encourage people to still try to make stuff work for them despite the, you know, situations that might be happening for them. And I think that especially myself who doesn't have disabilities, but I'm forced Mm -hmm. to, you know, re imagine how I do my daily practice for me it's been really Mm -hmm. eye-opening and I hope I mean I obviously don't hope for others that they're like (laughs) confined to their bed but I hope that others are able to find a way that they can view it that way as well because people with disabilities are still human beings who are able to do Mm -hmm. stuff just maybe not in the way that you envision them to be able to do stuff (laughs) you know what I mean exactly it's not (laughs) Lazy. It's mm-hmm. just people are using their energies in a specific way. In that a different way. They're able to. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I completely agree with everything you said. I think it's really easy to, I don't know, there's, you know, even outside of witchcraft and stuff like that you know it's really easy for someone who hasn't experienced feeling like absolute garbage Mm -hmm. a lot (laughs) to be like well you're just lazy you're not you're not doing enough such bullshit that person's actually doing the best that they can yeah and you know i and i do want to stress the importance of you know during times like when you feel like absolute garbage like, yes, you don't have to do like something crazy, but do use your practice to take care of yourself, especially your mental health and, you know, for self-love. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know, make yourself a bath or have your, if you're um, privileged, you know, to have like someone at home to help you, like, you know, don't be afraid to ask. And mm-hmm. I don't know, just incorporating small ways to incorporate magic to take care of yourself. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I think okay. that by dismissing disabled people within our community, by saying, well, they can't do this or they can't do this, is accidental mm-hmm. ableism in and of itself. <laughs> um, because you're projecting mm-hmm. your own ideas as to what, you know, a daily ritual, daily practice might look like. <laughs> Just because it doesn't look like mm-hmm. how yours is doesn't make it any less valid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 100%. I and here I said agree. that we weren't going to get preachy. Eight minutes in. Already talking about ableism. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? I mean, we're just super passionate. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. Which uh, naturally leads us into the other subject, the one I put down. <laughs> Let's talk about the climate of the internet right now, guys. <laughs> That's heavy. What the fuck is kind of my specific point? Uh, I know Maria's not on Twitter because she is a sweet baby angel. And if she was ever on Twitter, I would have to protect her all day. And I don't think either I of us is ready have... for that. <laughs> no, I do not have the like. No, that would like tear apart my mental health. No, thank you. Anyways, go Meanwhile, on. <laughs> I like kick open doors, and I'm like, "What's up, bitches? Let's talk about it." <laughs> um, right. So let's talk about the climate of the internet right now. It's not just on Twitter. I've seen it on TikTok a bunch too. A little bit on Instagram, but when I say a little bit, I genuinely mean like a small portion for some reason. And maybe because of the nature of Instagram that it's like a photo-based. Yeah, photo-based that <sighs> there's a little less vitriol. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's one way to put it. It's been really an interesting few weeks. Um, first and foremost, I think the first thing we need to talk about when, when approaching this is – the point that we as a community need to make of protecting each other's mental health. By that, I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes things that people say on the internet are rooted in anxiety, um, severe mental health issues, trauma, (laughs) PTSD, trauma. Um, And although their feelings and their experiences are very valid, the way they may be projecting those experiences into, you know, the internet world, it it might Mm -hmm. not be rooted in reality because it's their personal experiences and traumas, et cetera, that is coming out. So my point with that (laughs) is that just because somebody says something on the internet doesn't make it true. Uh, It's a common phrase my dad always says. He'll read something online, usually Facebook, because he's a boomer. And he'll be like, well, I read it on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> and because there's a real reality in that, right? Just because it's somebody wrote it online, yeah. doesn't make, it, it makes it definitely an opinion, <clears throat> but it doesn't make it true. Yeah, it's like an opinion article. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And places like TikTok or Twitter, for example, have got incredible <laughs> creators on there. They really do. I'm not – I don't want to sit here and, like, bash TikTok and Twitter as, like, a blanket thing. <laughs> I really don't because there are really good creators on there. There, there are. There are. There and they're are, really informative. But then you have this percentage <laughs> that is, like <laughs> – Let's say I'm going to call it like literally 5% because it is a very small percentage of creators, right? But they happen to but be the so loudest. Loud. <laughs> so loud. And they just say shit and people eat it up. They just gobble it up. They're like, yeah, yeah this is good. <laughs> and it's usually not actually about magic in general. It's usually targeted yeah. harassment towards creators that are it's totally baseless (laughs) uh 
Mm-hmm. The most recent one that I saw was uh, there's a TikTok reader called Chaotic Witch Aunt, Aunt who's actually a friend of mine, okay. Frankie. Mm-hmm. And she has a friend. I don't know this friend. Um, so so I, I don't know her name. I, I don't want to like misrepresent. <laughs> but she has a friend okay. who is being targeted on social media by white supremacists and they were like leaving her what? like a bunch of bad reviews and sending her racial slurs and like just a what? bunch of really awful things again Ew. it has nothing to do with magic right you're literally just targeting yeah. this creator based off of her ethnicity anyway so frankie posts about it and it's like hey this is going on guys like can you please like help my friend like by like you know commenting nice stuff on her things just to kind of push those comments ahead in the algorithm not the nasty ones yeah which is like really mm-hmm. nice and normal thing to do right 100% and then Frankie ends up getting like <laughs> this like reverse uno card by by consumers and they start sending her messages saying how frankie is like psychically attacking and hexing them and like it's like what what, <laughs> what in the world it was, honestly i'll be honest i had a really struggled to follow it entirely what was happening because <laughs> i guess it was happening like on a discord server and then also on tw- twitter and also on t- it was like a whole convoluted thing and this is just like one no example thanks. of like many things i've seen over the last few weeks yeah and it's genuinely like what in the fuck is happening (laughs) everybody needs to calm down and i've seen it a lot like again bringing up georgina dot darling she's been getting insane amounts of hate from like men in the occult community that are just like bizarrely attacking her for no reason my only assumption is because she's pretty uh huh. And like men, some men, not all men, but some men struggle with the idea of a woman being intelligent and also beautiful, and they can't. Oh, I yeah. can't comprehend it. But it's creating this really <sighs> just just these sort of things that I've been noticing, and I've seen it on other creators as well. Ones that like I'm not friends mm-hmm. with. Um. So I don't want to like drop their names because I know my friends will be okay with yeah. me saying their names. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want like, you know, I don't want hate at somebody listening to this and accidentally sending like the wrong message to people. That's really fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. Where my friends, if they send that hate, I can take responsibility on that on a personal level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I've seen it with a bunch and it's predominantly men attacking women within our community. And I, legitimately don't get it <laughs> that makes me so angry and like and i said it's now multi-platform that it, i have seen it on instagram in the past couple oh, you weeks have? and it's yeah and it's towards um witches and um like asian witches and <sighs> they're like posting about their experiences and stuff like that and there's um people in our community who have been going on their pages and bashing their thoughts what? and saying that their thoughts aren't valid yeah it is ridiculous and it's disgusting and it's gross it's, and it, it makes you know, me really angry i know we are having a huge rise in at least in the united states of uh, this asian hate bullshit that's been going on which is disgusting and deplorable mm-hmm. um but 
to to see it in our own community as well. It's very disappointing. You know, it just in general when it comes to spirituality and and witchcraft and magic, occultism, etc. This is a very naive mm-hmm. thought that I have and I recognize that like I'm able to compartmentalize that <laughs> in a way that I can express it. Mm-hmm. I view people in our position as people that are supposed to be a little bit more awoken you know what i mean a little bit more open open, totally and we're not though because we have a huge white supremacy problem in paganism (laughs) like we just do (laughs) and so it like that's what i'm saying i recognize it's a very naive thought to feel but i want to believe that Mm -hmm. i want to believe that our community should be can be better than that (laughs) it's not but i it should be like know, it's it does, very disappointing like, to me. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there's always there's always that one group of people who have to come in or and a couple like, groups. Ruin. Yeah, and Lately, it makes our it feels community like a look so bad because you know that's the stuff that makes the news and that's the mm-hmm. stuff that gets blasted and it <clears throat> makes us as a community look absolutely well, shitty. And to be to be perfectly frank. We've got, mm-hmm. you know, little, the little Nas X song that just came out? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is fucking phenomenal. If you haven't already listened to it, it's you amazing. should. If you haven't watched the music video, <laughs> you should. It's fucking great. It's so good. He's so talented. It's 12 out of 10. Great guy. Here's the thing, though. We are seeing a rise mm-hmm. in satanic panic because of that, which we've seen before <laughs> in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, need I remind you of the Damien Eccles case? <laughs> um yeah uh and but this time around it's because he's black it's because he's a black guy like satanic imagery is not new like gay Mm -hmm. satanic imagery is not new like i need i remind you all of south park (laughs) uh but (laughs) it's because he's a like a proud black gay man that it's now this whoa this is disrespectful shut the fuck up (laughs) like it's just Mm -hmm. a music video like uh anyway so things like this, if we as a community are continuing to perpetuate things like racism, uh, mm-hmm. misogyny, being shitty against each other, etc., mm-hmm. all we're doing is we're giving the satanic but, people, satanic panic people, um, fuel. <laughs> oh, one second. I feel like the same people get let get angry about like the music video and stuff like that are the same people who like listen to acdc which you know <laughs> highway to hell and all that and it's like no, the, the whole are thing you kidding is me? the entire are thing you kidding me? <laughs> the entire thing quite literally is you're gay you're going to hell and he goes all right and they went that's disrespectful well which one is it is he going to hell or is he not pick a lane <laughs> Am I wrong? They're like he was like, okay, I guess no, I am, and they're just like, right. disrespectful. <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> Pick something to be bad about. <laughs> and actually, in the case of Lil Nas X, why do I keep pausing in between the X and the Nas? I don't know. Anyway, in the case of that, he grew up, to my understanding, really religious. So yeah. you have a community like, of people who yeah. made him feel like he wasn't worthy for mm-hmm. who he is. And then you've just proven him right. 
by like completely condemning yeah. him as soon as he's like, hey, you said I'm doing this, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to take ownership <laughs> of it. It's like a whole thing. Anyway, we're getting so, so, so off topic, second. but still. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Maria's going to do that a hot take? He'd... <laughs> if he did a video if he did a video of him going to heaven and like dancing around and stuff they would have the same problem because it's a gay man in heaven literally literally mm-hmm. literally yeah. though <laughs> like but i do feel like i i don't think the subject is off topic just because it will affect our community because people think, you know, witches are part of, you know, our right. satanic. And, and like, like my, so. like the thing is, is that if, if we as a community are continuing to fight amongst each other in this mm-hmm. like totally nonsensical, unproductive way that has currently been going on, what's going to mm-hmm. end up happening is we're in the rise of a satanic panic again. And you're just mm-hmm. telling them that they're right and that they can discriminate against you and that we are these unhinged, you know, subhumans. <laughs> and we're not. Of course we're not. I mean, no, every community has obviously <laughs> bad people within them. Um, yeah. But then it's our job to reject things like the white supremacists and paganism those are the mm-hmm. things we should be fighting against, not fighting against each other because someone doesn't like a content creator, so they must have hexed me. Like, what? That <laughs> they don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's fight against the things that actually things really up? matter and make a huge <laughs> difference for our community as a whole, as opposed to just being jackasses to one another with base with no reasoning. For no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no reason. Oh, that's ridiculous. And that's what this I think about so that. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be preachy at I'm all. sorry, guys. Here's the thing. <laughs> when I say something's not going to be preachy, you can bet your boots it's going to be. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much, though. If you're still listening to this at this point, I love you. Oh, one more thing. Oh, man. I was going to do this at the beginning of the segment. Well, we're recording today. Today is Trans Visibility Day. That's important. It is important. I meant to do that at the beginning of this segment. So if you're still listening, even though it'll be a couple days later, go kiss a trans person that you love with their consent. (laughs) With their consent. With their consent, please. (laughs) But it is. It's transmissible today. And give them hugs. And And just make them know that you love them. And stand up for them. Yes. Love of everything. Please stand up for them. And if you don't know any trans people in your life, and you don't know any trans people in your life, and you have the availability for it, not everybody will, go donate to a trans organization out there. There's a bunch of really great ones. Uh... Yeah, there's a bunch of really great ones out there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. even you might feel like, you know, a dollar is nothing, but it's actually like a lot to these organizations because one dollar, you is. know, a thousand times is a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. That feeds a lot Completely of people. Agree. <laughs> yep. yep. See, now we can end this segment on a nice note. <laughs> 
I like that. I like okay. that too. I still wish we had started this segment with that. That was my intention. So I'm I'm mad at myself for that. No, I think it's great. I think it's good. Wholesome note to end on. So, Robin, what's stirring your cauldron this week? That was particularly sexy. Oh, thank you. It's Aries season. I'm on it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to need five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, thank you. I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> um, what is stirring my cauldron right now is thrifting. Here's the thing. We've gone an entire year in a pandemic where places like thrift stores have either been closed or not particularly mm. safe to go into. <sighs> and mm. people are getting vaccinated now. I Maria's had her first shot. I get mine next week. Mm-hmm. I we're so good. We're about to be some vaccinated bitches. And when this happens, that means that I can go thrifting again. And specifically, I'm so excited. Specifically, <laughs> so go excited. thrifting for usable witchcraft supplies. Love it, love mm-hmm. it, love it, love it, love it. I've been sending Maria probably like once every other week for the last year. Shit that I found on Etsy that I'm like, how cool is this? And it's like vintage candle holders or like bells. And now I can go just do that in life, in person. I know it's gonna be so nice. I've been doing all my thrifting through Etsy. <laughs> the thing is, I love Etsy. I have a lot of respect for Etsy, but because it is individuals' jobs and they're like mm-hmm. rehoming mm-hmm. stuff that they find, it's always way yeah. more expensive than if you went to like mm-hmm. <laughs> some antique mall. <laughs> yeah, um, completely. Agree. And I'm a girl on a budget. <laughs> Same. So I'm very excited to get to go thrifting again. That that is not only what's stirring my cauldron right now, but is mm-hmm. something that I'm obsessively thinking about. <laughs> same, same. I get like so many messages about like the decor I use in my home, especially you know on my altar, and many people are surprised that a lot of it is thrifted i think like thrifting is such a great way to find like unique and sometimes one-of-a-kind objects Mm -hmm. it does like take you multiple trips and being willing to clean things up to get them looking good but honestly i find prettier and more well-made things thrifting most of the time than i do in stores yeah me too and like (laughs) you like i let everyone down who are like where'd you get that from i'm like Thrift store. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't think Hobby Lobby carries this. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm very, very jazzed about that. I'm excited. I think everyone should be excited to go thrifting. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, repurpose some stuff, Gucci gang. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, you find all sorts of stuff in thrift stores. Yeah, like you so much candles. just like candles. Cauldrons, yeah. you name it, teacups, uh, d- jars, 
Everybody knows jars. that a good witch has oh, yeah. got a, a big old heart on for jars. Okay, you know it. I know and it. Beautiful, like silver trays and dishes <gasps> yes. that you can set candle work on. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And I, if you follow me on Instagram, if you see my coffee table that I do like my client readings on, mm-hmm. um, that was thrifted. Like, and my wife redid it and refinished it. So really, yeah. Excuse me, Madame. She needs to come over to my house. <laughs> I know she's so handy. She is. Like your guys' bookshelf in your living room is like that too. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> All right, that's it. She can come over. She's my wife now. <laughs> she's <laughs> putting her to work, <laughs> just like God intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so Maria what's not stirring your cauldron this week (laughs) oh let me tell you <laughs> See, that was sexy. Because I feel so really good. nasally. <laughs> hey, nasally is sexy. That's, I mean, did you that ever right watch now? that? Nice. Did, well, remember nice. that Phoebe episode in Friends when she got a cold and she started singing Smelly Cat and it was such a bop? I mean, <laughs> are you comparing me to Phoebe Buffet right now? Because I accept. <laughs> good, good. I was going to say, you better not diss on Phoebe. <laughs> Friendship over, terminated. <laughs> Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? (laughs) So, this week, I want to talk about witches, about boundaries, which is set online, not being respected. Even boundaries that aren't necessarily verbalized, but should be a given regardless. Now, this isn't only directed towards like non-witches, but witches as well, especially newer ones. While it is absolutely great, we want to expand our practices and learn from others, especially in the beginning. But unless a witch otherwise states on their social media profile that they will give anyone and everyone like free information that writes them, it is best probably not to message them asking them dozens of questions. I find witches who especially, have this problem. <laughs> I say, especially I when like, witches have got a Patreon that other people pay to be in that in that circle, yeah. and you do not. <laughs> yeah, completely agree. And like, I find a lot of witches who have this problem are receive of receiving like dozens of messages a day asking random questions. Have pages that are loaded with information on like different subjects. The thing is, usually the stuff on their pages are the things they are willing to share, unless otherwise stated. It is up to us to do more digging on their posts to find different information. We also have to take the initiative to take the information we have learned from their posts and do some digging of our own. This doesn't mean, by the way, that we we can't or shouldn't ask questions on their posts, but keep it on the subject at hand and questions that can be easily summarized. And regardless, 
any and all witches online should never, ever, ever, ever be our one-stop shop for information. They can't, like, they can't give us magic pills to give us all the information we need to learn to, cult- um, to cultivate a meaningful and a unique practice. And, you know, the reason why I'm bringing all this up is that I feel that DM requests for witches get abused. A lot of people tend to not respect the witch's time and energy with the things they are willing to share, which is already on their page. And some people, witches included, get straight up hostile if they hear the word or or if they aren't answered or are told no. If someone says no, it's not an invitation to convince them otherwise. No means no, not convince me. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing to keep in mind is that if someone is getting like 50 messages a day, chances are they're not going to see every single one because we as humans shouldn't live online. Could you imagine having like 50 different complex messages going on at once? It would be a full-time job and not many witches are paid to be on social media unless it's a company page they are running. Right. And And realistically, the thing is, is that at the end of the day, even with like the Coffee and Cauldron podcast Instagram, that is just Mm -hmm. Maria and I. (laughs) And then our individual pages is just me or just Maria. We don't have a yep. team. This idea that there, we have like <laughs> some secretary. Like uh, I, I try really hard to, to respond to all my messages, but frankly, I I don't get to all of them because I like Maria said I get about fifty a day. Um, so like emailing me, calling me a fucking bitch because I didn't respond to your DM despite the fact that my mm-hmm. bio says don't dm me about business related matters it's like Mm -hmm. really not kind (laughs) yeah uh or i don't know we could go on about this all day like asking me this some of its laziness too like i know i did a a meme about this a few days ago i guess about a week ago Uh now though what deck is this meme yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tagged in the fucking post and probably says it in the caption. Now, granted, sometimes I do forget, and if people remind me, then I'll obviously fix it right away. I'm ha- like, mm-hmm. uh, that's my mistake. Yeah, but like t- to send me my own post as a DM, being like, "What deck mm-hmm. is this?" when it's tagged and in the caption, I get like twenty of those every time I post a deck. Like, please, please. Please don't do that. <laughs> it's so exhausting. And then I feel like the asshole, but then I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, it's well, right boundaries are being pushed. Exactly. And it's just, it's the whole like, you you have this information in front of you, and it's up to the person who's reading it to go the extra mile of looking stuff up. Like, I don't know. And, you know, a lot of people will confuse all this with gatekeeping, but lovely creatures, this is not gatekeeping. Not even close. It's Somebody up having to the personal witch boundaries they... is not gatekeeping. Exactly. It is up to the witch what they choose to share and not to share with outside mm-hmm. world with their practice because our practices are <clears throat> sacred. And what well, we share also... with others. There's ahead, this sorry. air now that seems like on social media in general that didn't exist 10 years ago okay i'm Mm -hmm. dating myself here but 
there's an air now where people feel like they're owed this information for free. And you see it in other things as well, like books being shared illegally mm-hmm. downloaded and then shared and like there's a lot of really legal and respectful ways to get a book for free like requesting it at your library um joining a bookshare where people who have bought books swap books with other books um, yeah i said books like four times uh, <laughs> and it's legal and it's respectful because at some point you know, the person who's owned the book has decided I'm going to trade this for another book with someone. And these are all mm-hmm. legal ways to do it. Illegally downloading it is really disrespectful to to the author who has put time and energy into it. And a lot of times these are their careers. This is their job. This is how they make money. And while I completely understand that it's not affordable and accessible for everyone, let's look at ways that then is being respectful, like requesting it at your library. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you can do that. And yeah, maybe it's going to, you won't have instant gratification. You might have to wait a couple of weeks for it to come in, but you're still not mm-hmm. paying any money for it and you're supporting an author. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Completely yeah, I, agree. I don't know. It just, it that stuff frustrates me and I try to not let it, but <laughs> I think it's pretty rude. <laughs> yeah, we just, I don't know. We all need to be more respectful on the interwebs and appreciate people's time and effort that they put in the information they are willing to give. I agree. I agree. this is your first episode listening to us i'm gonna like i'm gonna try to start making these really brief if this is your first episode listening to us uh <laughs> we talk about shops that we're loving right now and mm-hmm. well shops creators artists etc it varies every week and on that note these are people we are finding organically they are not paid promotions they never will be and if you message us about it we're just gonna laugh about you we're going to just laugh about you we do it and you guys keep doing it. You keep well. I say you guys. I don't think any actual listeners do it, but we're all laughing. Yeah, I don't at think you. they're actually listening, even though they're like, "We love your podcast. We love your podcast." <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If you loved it so much, then you would know that I'm literally going to screenshot this message, send it to Maria, and we're both gonna laugh for like 20 minutes about how dumb you are. <laughs> so I'm gonna know. <laughs> Who are you loving this weekend? So I'm loving the shop Shores of Moon. Um, They're on Instagram, but also on Etsy as well. And I recently got the Luna Soma deck from them. And it is so beautiful. And it is so lovely. It's a tarot deck, by the way. I probably should have led with that. (laughs) But it combines like classic Rider Waite Smith imagery Mm -hmm. with like unique imagery mm-hmm. and it's just i really love their take and i love the little details that they added to the cards that do follow the mm-hmm. um imagery of the rider weight smith deck they added like moons and stars and stuff like that it's just so pretty and you know i love i love a good black and gold deck <laughs> they're such a slut for them I am. Oh my God. Can I have them all? <laughs> and I think the only thing that would make it even better is if it was gold foil. But honestly, 
I do like I do not hate how they did the Is gold accents gold on it because it's beautiful. No, but it looks like it, and it's it looks so like pretty. it could be. I know wow. it's so pretty. And the that card is stock really cool. is really good. I love the card stock. It's really good. Ugh, and the backs of the cards. It. Oh my god. The backs of the cards have the moon phases. It's so pretty. So pretty. So pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, eleven. Um my shop I picked a shop this week. It's Blossom and Burr. And mm-hmm. she does a bunch of like repurposed thrifted things. So like silver goblets and stuff like that that she turns into candles and stuff like that mm-hmm. and she 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 makes jewelry i'm pretty sure too and she does like just regular candles and she does like thrifted incense holders and stuff and like mm-hmm. it, it's all very beautiful but specifically how she photographs everything is just i want to live in the photos <laughs> like you know what i mean you just you i want to crawl inside there and be like yes this is my home now (laughs) it's like very like forest witch it's very like hedge witch witch of the woods like love to Mm -hmm. see it want to live in it she oh i almost forgot she did a candle i don't know if she's still selling it but she did a candle a couple months back that was called the hand of glory Mm -hmm. And it mm-hmm. was every finger on the hand. It was like a hand-shaped candle. Every finger was a different flame. I love that. That's I know. So, so over the top. I want That's one so really cool. badly. Send me one or I'll buy it, please. <laughs> and I love their – they have – everyone asks me, like, where I get my um, incense burners. But she has some really <sighs> – pretty incense burners and i am about to buy her out she's she's clearly just got an eye for finding that stuff it's just uh, Mm -hmm. i love it i want everything i want to live in the photos i want to buy everything like honestly like i i have to like physically not go to her page quite often because i will spend all my money And if you think my husband kills me for tarot decks, imagine me saying, I bought 15 incense burners. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I blacked out. They're all on my card. They'll be here Tuesday. <laughs> my house might smell like a 50s office building, but it's fine. It's but it's fine. fine. If anything, it's better than fine. This is an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today. We appreciate you. We hope that we will see you again on Friday, April 16th for the eighth episode of season two. You can keep an eye out on our Instagrams and on our Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Coffee Cauldrons or on Instagram, which is Coffee and Cauldrons Pod for more information and also some pretty sick memes. <laughs> I love our memes. <laughs> or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Covenant on Patreon, so we can answer your questions in part two next time. 
You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual voices for an additional 30-ish minutes <laughs> uh, per episode for being on the Patreon tier Casting and Up. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from At A Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. You ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's no. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One, <gasps> two, three. three. Bye, witches. Bye, witches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.